This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending April 10th of 2020, a new deadline for the 1031 exchange, a housing market rebound, and a pullback by lenders. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We start with economic news from this past week and important news about the 1031 exchange. The IRS published a notice on Thursday, April 9th, announcing extended deadlines for the 1031 exchange because of the coronavirus. The new deadline is July 15th for anyone with a deadline between April 1st and July 15th. That applies to both the 45-day deadline and the 180-day deadline. Of course, always talk to your 1031 exchange custodian to make sure you understand how this applies to you. If you'd like a list of 1031 exchange custodians, you can get that at our website at newsforinvestors.com. The latest unemployment report is nothing short of staggering because of coronavirus layoffs. The government says that 6.6 million more people applied for unemployment benefits. That brings the total number of jobless claims to almost 16.8 million in less than one month. Many of those layoffs are coming from small businesses. A survey by payroll provider Gusto says they spiked more than 1,000% in March, and it could get worse in April. But some say the virus is now peaking in the U.S., and many of the furloughed employees may be able to return to work at some point soon. Small businesses are applying for rescue loans in the meantime, which will help keep people employed. Bank of America says it has received 177,000 applications for more than $32 billion in financing. That's about 10% of the amount that's available for the Paycheck Protection Program. Consumer prices were down in March. The index fell 0.4%, according to the Labor Department. That puts the annual core inflation rate at 2.1% which is down from 2.4% in February. A decline in air travel, lodging, and clothing had the biggest impact on that decline. Prices rose for health care. The job losses are affecting consumer views about the economy. The University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey sank to 71 in April. That's down from about 89 in March. It's the biggest one-month decline ever and puts the index at a nine-year low. And on to some better news for home buyers. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage remained at a very attractive 3.3%. Economists are expecting rates to inch even lower in the months ahead. And in other news-making headlines, social distancing requirements are putting a damper on spring home sales, but a majority of realtors are expecting a very strong rebound. A survey by the National Association of Realtors shows that 6 out of 10 realtors say that buyers are delaying a purchase, and almost as many say that sellers are doing so as well. But they also sense the slowdown as a temporary situation and expect a strong bounce back when the pandemic is over. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun says, quote, Home sales will decline this spring season because of unique economic and social consequences resulting from the coronavirus outbreak but much of the activity looks to appear later in this year. He doesn't see a big impact on home prices because of the tight inventory and what will probably not be a flood of foreclosures because of the forbearance options for borrowers. Lenders are tightening up requirements for a home loan, especially for non-qualified mortgages, jumbo loans, and government loans. Non-banks were the first to pull back on non-QM loans due to a liquidity crunch. Then the Federal Housing Authority tightened the requirements for an FHA loan, 
And now, investors are losing interest in jumbo loans. The Mortgage Bankers Association says that mortgage credit has tumbled to a five-year low. Federal Housing Finance Agency Director Mark Calabria says, Given the uncertainty, I certainly think it's appropriate for people to re-examine their underwriting standards. There's been a recent effort by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau to move away from the debt-to-income ratio for the underwriting of a loan. Calabria says the current situation shows the importance of that requirement. He says, unsurprisingly, borrowers who are having the hardest time once they've lost their job and making their loans are those who have a high DTI. Many of the employees who haven't lost their jobs are now working from home, and a new survey shows that telecommuting may become a new normal. 74% of the CFOs who responded to a Gartner survey said they expect to move at least 5% of their office employees to permanent remote positions. A quarter of them plan to permanently shift 20% of office jobs to remote work. The survey gathered responses from 317 CFOs on March 30th. Telemedicine is another way that COVID-19 may change the world. One of the government's coronavirus relief packages removed restrictions on telemedicine for Medicare recipients. Some private insurance plans are also offering that option, including the one that NAR offers its members. It announced this last week that it would pay for two months of enrollment in members' telehealth. That's a service that provides 24-hour access to more than 2,300 physicians nationwide. Members that want to continue the service after the health emergency ends will be able to do so at a substantial discount. You can read the blog for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 